This morning's Old Testament uh, scripture reading comes from Psalm 82. It says this, God has taken his place in the divine council, and in the midst of the gods he holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the orphan. Maintain the right of the lowly and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk around in darkness. All the fountains of the earth, foundations of the earth are shaken. I say, you are God's children of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, you shall die like mortals and fall like any prince. Rise up, O God, judge the earth, for all the nations belong to you. And the gospel lesson for the New Testament this morning comes from Luke chapter 10. Verses 38 to 42. Now, as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. May we be grateful for the hearing, reading, and understanding of these words. Let us pray. Oh God, we do give you thanks for Scripture for this opportunity this morning to once again hear words read in this community. Lord, as always, if there are words and verses or just one singular word that stuck out to us in either of these Scripture readings, help us to continue to reflect on that throughout the day, to go back and read it, to wonder how you may be speaking to us and Lord, in these coming moments, I pray that you would speak through me. And Lord, always speak in spite of me. In Jesus' name, amen. One day recently, I was sitting at the kitchen table with our uh, two-year-old daughter, Elizabeth. And we were playing with Play-Doh. She likes to play with Play-Doh. And um, as she was assembling and playing with different colors of Play-Doh and some of the toys and things that come along with it. <coughs> Excuse me. I pulled out my phone and I began to either take a picture or shoot a little video or whatever I was doing. But very quickly, she told me, no phone, Daddy, no phone. And I thought, wow, okay, you're the boss. I put it back in my pocket. And I've realized Several times since then, if I'm sitting with her on the floor or in her room or on the couch or if we're doing something together and I just kind of naturally out of habit pull my phone out and just start browsing or looking around, she'll very quickly say, no phone, daddy, no phone. 
And I can't even be on my phone when I play with her, which is a good thing, but sometimes I also get distracted, and she's very quick to remind me of that distraction and to tell me at two years old to put it away. No phone, Daddy. She doesn't play around. You know, for this week, I had a theme word, as you can tell from the bulletin, of patience. I wanted to discuss Colossians, and uh, you could see the Scripture reading was from Colossians this morning, or supposed to be anyway, and I wanted us to look a little deeper into that word as Paul is discussing enduring patience and what that looks like in our lives, because certainly we can all have a little more patience in our lives and in our discipleship. But I got to a point in the sermon writing where I was just at a stopping point. I, it was like writer's block or something. I just couldn't, nothing else was, was coming. Nothing else was, I mean, I, I had nothing hardly. I mean, I knew like kind of the main ideas that I wanted to share, but I got to a stopping point, and sometimes that happens um, when preparing sermons. But, and I realized that I guess that's just not um, the word for this week. It's not Colossians. It's not about patience. It's another word, and it's the word distraction. And my two-year-old daughter already knows that phones can be a distraction from focusing on something else that is important in the present moment. So in this scripture passage that was read this morning from the Gospel of Luke, we see that Martha is really, I mean, honestly, Martha is practicing some pretty good hospitality. As we see, however, there is a lesson in it for her, though, as she can learn from her sister Mary. And it's just a short scripture, it's just a few verses, but it has so many powerful lessons, I think, for all of us today, because we could imagine what it would be like to be Jesus in that situation, or Mary in the situation, or Martha in the situation that, that the story tells us. Jesus is traveling with His disciples, and Jesus enters into a village, and Martha actually is the one who welcomes Jesus into the home as a guest. And her sister Mary is sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to His message, and that's important because that's what disciples would do. They would sit at the feet of their teachers and listen and learn and get guidance. And she's sitting there at the feet of the Savior. And she's also, at the same time, not helping her sister. She's not helping Martha with this honored guest in their home. And Martha takes note of that as she's working, as she's preparing things, as she's practicing good hospitality. And she even tells Jesus about it, as we see in verse 40. She says, but Martha was distracted by her many tasks, so she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Hello, Jesus. Do you not care that, that I mean, she's not even doing anything. She's just sitting with you. Aren't you going to tell her that that's wrong? And just when she expected Jesus to probably say, well, Martha, you know, you're right. What was I thinking? She should be with you right now, helping you. Go, I should tell her to just get up and, and go help your sister. But Jesus uses her name twice. He says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and you are distracted by many things. I want you to imagine if, if Jesus in the flesh walked into this sanctuary right now. 
and sat next to you in this service. Imagine Jesus putting his loving arm around you on your shoulder. And imagine, imagine him telling you what he told Martha. Imagine him just quietly saying next to you, my son, my daughter, you are worried and you are distracted about many things. Would those words be true for you today? Would that be something that is convicting to you today if Jesus said that to you? You know, in this Scripture, there may be a word for all of us this morning, and one of the things I want to share is identifying our daily distractions and our worries. That is really important for us to grow spiritually. In order for us to grow deeper in our discipleship, to grow in our love for God and our love for neighbor, we have got to identify those daily distractions in our lives. Sometimes if you watch uh, basketball, you'll notice when the player um, is taking a foul shot and they're in an opposing arena, the, the crowd really wants that person to miss the shot. And the backboard's clear and everything's happening. So sometimes you'll see that. You'll see the crowd just trying to really distract the player as best as they possibly can because they don't want him or her to make that shot. They want them to miss. And their sole focus and purpose is to be right there and shoot that ball and to make it. And can you imagine hundreds of people screaming and yelling and, and trying to distract you from what you're supposed to be doing? And it's always amazing how sometimes many of them can remain so calm and collected and just really, it's almost like it doesn't even phase them anymore. We know distractions are a part of life, aren't they? We have many distractions that can cause us to do things that, uh, to not do things rather, that we need to be doing. Maybe it's not taking out the trash because there's a good movie on, or maybe it's not doing the dishes because, oh, I have to take that phone call. How about that? I can't do the dishes right now. But there's also distractions, not just in everyday life for everybody, but there's also distractions in our Christian discipleship, isn't there? In our journeys as Christians, there are distractions. There are distractions that can cause us to not grow in our relationship with God. There are many things that can get in our way. So many of us probably know that reading Scripture every day is a good thing, and to pray every day is a good thing. To serve others, to show love to everybody is a, is a good thing to do every day, but sometimes those distractions can just creep in and they can, ha they can cause us to miss what we're supposed to be doing. We know that having people in our lives that we can confide in and be held accountable with is an important thing. We know that being a regular worship attender on Sundays is a good thing. It helps us to grow in our faith and be a part of the body. We know being a servant and stepping out of our comfort zones out in the community and in the world throughout the week is a good thing, and that helps us to grow in our faith. But yet there's still so many distractions that can cause us not to do those things. 
And some of those things I just mentioned are so important for growing in our relationship with God. So why do we allow ourselves to give in to so many distractions? It's like we're trying to pray and we're trying to read Scripture and we're trying to serve at the foul line of life. And that's what we see, a bunch of distractions. Or we feel like we're covered in sticky notes as we're trying to pray, as we're trying to serve, as we're trying to do what God is calling us to do, don't forget about the grocery store. Don't forget about the people who have hurt you. Don't forget about all that financial stress that you carry. Don't forget about, you have to work overtime this week, don't, don't forget that. Don't forget about all those doctor's appointments coming up. Don't forget about all the unknown all of the stress, don't forget about, hey, don't forget about your past. Remember me? Don't forget about all those things that you've done. Don't forget. It's like all these reminders, all these distractions. And sometimes, even in worship, we get distracted, don't we? You ever have one of those squirrel moments when you're singing a song and you think of something and it's like, oh, and you need to start, I mean, I, I've done that in worship services where you just... Something just goes through your mind, and you, you have to intentionally bring yourself back because there's just distractions, and there's things that, that are going on in life, and it's hard to get rid of those sometimes. Things often allow us to lose our focus, and, and we, we lose focus on those things that are most important. And as for Christians fulfilling the greatest commandment that Jesus gives us to love God and neighbor, that's, that's, that's what we strive for, is to grow in that. But there are many distractions. And Jesus continues to tell Martha, he tells her, Martha, Mary actually has chosen the better part, and it won't be taken from her. And although Martha was trying to be a servant and to do what was good at this moment, her sister was was modeling really what it looked like to be a disciple in that moment. She was sitting at the feet of Jesus. She was listening. She was learning. And I think, too, we must remember the importance of, of taking time to sit at the feet of Jesus, to sit in the presence of God. Just because we're busy doing church stuff doesn't mean we're taking time to sit in the presence of God. Martha was doing a great thing by getting the meal ready and preparing, but she was allowing that good work to distract her from the Savior that was in the other room. She was allowing that to be a distraction. What's funny is that Martha actually was the one who welcomed Jesus into the home, and then she became the one that was distracted. How ironic. So, while we can appreciate Martha's worth ethic, ethic and her hospitality, we can also learn from Mary here. And the question for us this morning is, are you distracted in the kitchen of life? Are you in the other room while Jesus waits for you? Are you busy and distracted? We can't allow distractions, whether they're good or whether they're bad, to stop us from being still and intentionally becoming more like Christ in our everyday lives. Daily prayer and scripture is always a great place to start. Find that spot in your day where you, like Mary, can sit at the feet of Jesus. 
to be in the presence of God, to do away with all distractions. For some of us, we could go out in nature and have a walk or sit in the quiet back porch or in our room or at the kitchen table, whatever. We're all different. We all know those things that distract us. But where can we focus on the presence of Jesus in our, in our midst and to grow in our faith in that way? Because we have to identify our daily distractions. It's important to grow in our faith in that way. Distractions can also cause us to not take those next steps that God may be calling us to do in our lives. Maybe there's a next step in your life right now, and you're welcoming those distractions, so maybe you don't have to think about it as much, or no, God couldn't be calling me to possibly do that. I'll just focus on this other thing over here. Maybe God's calling you to become more involved to be more involved in the life of the church other than just Sunday mornings. But maybe distractions are getting in your way. Maybe for some of you, uh, baptism is the next big step for you. But distractions are getting in the way. Maybe for some of us this morning, it's a profession of faith in the risen Christ. And maybe you've never taken that step. To, to say yes to be a disciple and to follow Jesus because there's so many distractions. Your gifts and your talents are so unique to you. How can you serve God and not give in to distractions? But we've got to identify them. We've got to know what they are. And we know what they are, don't we? We know those things that distract us Recently, I was in a situation where I was in, with a lot of people in a, in a um, well, actually, it was on the mission trip, and we were in the van coming back from um, our assisted living facility we were working at, and everybody, when I say everybody was being so loud, everybody was being loud. Me and Michelle were... We're together in that van. And everybody was having a conversation. There was 15 people in the van, or 12, I guess. Everybody was having a conversation at volume 10. And I didn't want to be, you know, bus driver. Quiet down back there, like the bus driver used to tell me. But I couldn't focus. And she was talking to me, and, and I don't know if you noticed, but I couldn't really understand what you were saying. Just admitting this now. I, I had no clue what you were telling me about. I'm like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, yep, yep. I couldn't hear her. I couldn't understand. It was just so loud. There was so much stuff going on, and I just couldn't. I, I was just, mm-hmm, yep, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard some stuff, but, but it was just so hard to, you've been in those situations where it's just hard to listen and understand because there's so many distractions. And when I got out of the van and we got back to the church we were staying at, it was just, um, I was like, that was just a blur, that whole ride. It was just, um, it was noisy, you know? It was just, that's, that's what happens sometimes. It was fine, you know, but it was just a blur. I couldn't really comprehend anything that happened on it. And I think about that 
And I think about how I don't want my Christian journey, my journey of discipleship to be like that. I don't want it to, to look back and to say, that was just a blur because there were so many distractions. I couldn't really engage with anything because there was just so much going on. I want to be focused. I want to do away with distractions and, and focus on where God is, is leading me and what are those next steps that I could take and, and who is it that, that I can show Christ to today how can I be the light in the world today? And what are those distractions that are causing me to, to not focus on what God is calling me to do? So I call all of us this week. Let's all go out into the community this week, into the world. Let's identify those distractions in our life. Some of those may be really good things, and some of those uh, may not be good things. Some of those distractions really, honestly, might be sinful. They might be distractions that don't honor God, and those are distractions that we need to ask forgiveness for and to move away from and, and repent of, but they're also good distractions that we need to, to set good boundaries and know when we need to focus on those things and when not to. But also, let's take time this week to remember what Mary did in this story, that she took time to sit at the feet of Jesus, to sit in the presence of God. May we also take that time to sit in the presence of God by reading Scripture, by praying, or just by trying to focus on God's presence with you. And distractions will come. Things will come into your mind and and that takes practice to learn how to just kind of imagine just letting those things kind of float off down the river, and you'll get back to them later, but to just continue to focus on God's presence in your midst. It's important for us to do these things. It's important for our daily walk with Christ to take those times in our, li in our life every day to, to focus on God, to sit at the feet of Christ. Start somewhere. Let's all start somewhere. Let's identify those distractions because I know that we can do this, and I know that we can grow in our faith each and every day. I invite you just to take a moment to close your eyes and just imagine what God might be calling you to do. And what is your response this morning? What is your response to the words that you've heard and read, or the words that were read to you? And what might be God calling you to do? Because ultimately, we remember that all of our hope is in Jesus. May we put all of our hope in Jesus. And may we cast aside all those distractions in our lives.